This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Participate in this terrifying scenario. Surprise guests are on their way over. They call you and they say, hey, we're going to stop by. That's rude to begin with, but don't get me started on that. What is the first thing you go to clean in your house? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, you have surprise guests coming over. They're on their way. They call to tell you, we're coming over. We're stopping by. We'd love to stop in for a glass of wine, maybe a pop, maybe a cup of coffee. I don't know. Uh, and you think, oh, bleep. I got to clean, but you only have time to clean like one thing. What do you go clean? 651-641-1071. Do you want to know why I'm asking? Why are we asking? I have in front of me the list of... Uh, the top things that people will judge you for if you do not clean them oh. or if you have not cleaned them properly in your home. Awesome. Uh, so I just wanted to share with people what you'll be judged for. Yeah. 651-641-1071. Somebody's headed over to your house. What do you clean? Uh, do you want to know the first thing? Well, I can tell you what my first thing would be. Well, yeah, what is it? The toilet. Guess what? Ding, ding, ding. That's the only thing I would really judge. If I showed up to somebody's house unannounced and saw crusties on their bowl. Also, you got to ask yourself why you're in somebody's house unannounced using their toilet. That's a whole separate thing, because if I haven't given anybody the opportunity to, like, do the things, you get what you get. But that would be at least as a home uh, person, like the person in the home that mm-hmm. is being visited, where I would like run immediately and wipe down the toilet bowl. Right. And you would be correct because that would be the very first thing that somebody would be judging you for is if you had musty crusties on your toilet. Nasty. Um, Should we go to the phones? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's go to Megan. Hi, Megan. Megan, somebody's coming over to your house. They're unannounced. That's a whole different story. Uh, What's the first thing you're going to clean? Because you know they're on their way. I agree. I'm going into the bathroom and like wiping down the sink, the bath, the toilet, and that kind of thing, just to kind of make it look a little more presentable. Right. Gross. Yeah. And then also kind of silently praying that they're not going to need to use the restroom while they're at your house, right? Yes. 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 I hear that. Thanks for your call, yeah. Megan. Um, uh, let's go to McKenna. Hi, McKenna. McKenna, what's the first thing you're going to clean when people okay. surprise guests it's are coming? So many times, but I, I gotta, I gotta go with the bathroom. The whole ding-dang bathroom, right? Yeah, the sink, the toilet. Yep. Always. Yeah, because you know you don't want people thinking you're nasty. Yeah. 
Exactly. McKenna, a, you that was the correct answer. Just give it a big wipe down. Right? That's all you got to do. You don't have to do the tub, though. Close your curtain and be done. Oh, that's true. Although. If somebody looks behind your curtain and judges you, that's on them. That's true. Yeah. Especially when they're coming unannounced. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, let's go to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Jackie, what is the first thing you clean when somebody tells you they're coming over, they're on their way, it's a surprise? Well, I guess it's a hat trick because I'm bathroom, too. I was debating between kitchen and bathroom, but I decided that I can just be like, I'll go get you something. Yes, ah, exactly. There you go. Don't, you don't Close go in there. Close all the doors. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is yeah, what do you do about the shower? Because you know they're going to peek and Why? look. Why are they looking in your shower? I don't I'm, know. I'm People with Jackie. Do they are well, going to look. I check for the serial killer in the bathtub when I stay at a hotel. Okay. <laughs> so Have you ever I don't found know. one, Jackie? Out of curiosity. No, okay. not so far. Thank you for your call, Jackie. Okay, so Jackie said uh, the bathroom first, but she considered the kitchen. Well, the kitchen is the number two thing that people will judge if you've got a messy, nasty kitchen. I will judge the number two. Yes. But as far as the kitchen, I think as long as, I mean, I mean, sure, that's another obvious place, right? Because that's just filth. That's like a filth factor where you're more likely to have disgustingness because it's just so much more used and you've got food and all that stuff, dishes, et cetera. That's, that seems totally understandable. I feel like it tells a bigger story about the people. If you go in and like their kitchen is like grimy, you're like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I see why that gets judged, but it would be. That would be the thing I would wipe down if I had time. Yeah. Like I would do the bathroom first. And if they still hadn't arrived at my front door, I'd be like wiping down every surface in the kitchen and like throwing things in drawers. Yeah. So that it looked a little bit better. Um, But I'm here for closing the kitchen door because we don't need to go in the kitchen. I mean, again, if you're unannounced. Right. If this was not a pre-planned experience. Right. You will stay where I put you. Yeah. Uh, okay, other things on the list uh, the, of things people will judge. If you have a trash can or recycling bin that's overflowing, they'll, you'll get judged for that. That's third on the list. Um, so th- number one was actually just the toilet, like a dirty toilet yeah. alone. Yeah. Number four, the, f- the fourth highest uh, rated thing that people will judge in your home is if you have a dirty bathroom. So people apparently aren't going to judge you if your sink is dirty, as long as your toilet's clean. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to CJ. We've got CJ on the line. Hi, CJ. If you just found out you had surprise guests heading over to your house, you only had time to clean one quick thing. What would you clean? So it's the bathroom, but there's uh, a bigger issue with it. So my apartment, you can get to the bathroom. It's, it's a one bedroom, one bath. You can get to the bathroom either from my bedroom or through a hallway, uh-huh. <laughs> but to wash your hands, you literally have to open a pocket door and essentially come into my bedroom, and you have full view of the walk-in closet, oh, no. which are usually both in disarray. So, unfortunately, oh, it has to be the bathroom and the bedroom by default to me. Oh, that's terrifying. CJ. So you, it, it's horrible. <laughs> I feel like you might need to move. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, when you have a guest spending the night, you know they're essentially walking into your bedroom in the middle of the night. So I don't know who designed it this way, but that sounds like a, an apartment that you didn't ever expect to have anyone but the person living in it show up. You know, I think so, and I, I hate to say it's you know it's, it's a nicer apartment, and there's double sinks, and there's a big walk-in closet, but it, it's literally in my bedroom. That's so crazy. If somebody needs to wash their hands. I've 
to basically instruct them to just come out and go into the kitchen because I'd rather not have them drop it. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. Makes perfect sense. CJ, thanks (laughs) Thanks, for your call. Uh, um, I'll just really quickly run through the rest of the list of things that people will judge uh, if you've cleaned them well enough in your home. Uh, A gross shower tub is number five. General clutter is six. That's going to get me every time at my house. Sticky floors. Ooh, yeah. Uh, If you're sticking to the floor, that would be a sign. Yeah, right. Other surfaces that are gross, like tables and countertops. Yeah. Just general grossness. Dirty dishes in the sink will get you judged, and a general pet smell in your home. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you don't have pets. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant... Yeah, they're like, why does it smell like dog? You don't <laughs> have don't dogs. Have no, I'm saying like, if you are a person who doesn't have animals and you smell <laughs> animals, you're like, ew. Yeah. If you have animals, you're like, oh, look, animals live here. Yeah. And you just get over it pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Unless it's like, you know, super wee wee smell. Mm-hmm. You made that sound cute. Mm-hmm. When we return on the, on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know, my talk loves local and we love to celebrate local businesses here at my talk 1071 and uh, introduce you to them we'll be introducing you to a wonderful business when we come back we'll be talking with sonia from the packup artist right here on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 well you know that my talk loves local right here at my talk 1071 on the colleen and bradley show colleen lindstrom bradley trainer we love to shine a light on our local businesses uh the businesses that are our friends and neighbors and uh we want to shine a light on a wonderful local business right now uh we would like to welcome to the show sonia the pack-up artist hello sonia Hi, thank you for having me. It's lovely to talk with both of you. Well, we're so excited to have you as well, Sonia. Can you give our listeners kind of a um, a quick thumbnail sketch of what you and your entire staff, I know it made it sound like you were the only pack-up artist. There's many pack-up <laughs> artists that work with you at the pack-up artist. So what do you do? That's correct. Well, we have about 15 people on staff right now, and we have a, a large range of things that we do um, running from... I mean, my alarm just went off. Um, running from clearing yeah, out houses. It's time to do an interview, Sonia. <laughs> I know. I have an alarm, so I wouldn't miss the interview, and then it's going off while I'm in the middle of it. But, so we do a lot of clear-outs for people for estates when people pass away or when people are looking to downsize, move into a smaller home. We do packing for moves, junk hallways. We kind of run the whole gamut. And we also do organizing, whether it's small or taking over a whole garage that's full of stuff. So we have we have lots of niches that we fit into. Yeah, you know, Sonia, I was looking through all the different services that the pack-up artist provides, and it really is comprehensive. And honestly, I just mm-hmm. marvel at the befores and afters. You literally can go into a space and mm-hmm. not just organize it, but, you know, you deal with everything from the organization of it to, like, actually removing it and then dealing with it after. So, like, you're a one-stop shop. We are indeed. I love the before and afters. That's one of my favorite parts. Oh, it just makes you feel, like, calm inside. <laughs> I have to tell you, Sonia, having um, my, my father died two years ago, and, and we, my brother and I, had to completely uh-huh 
go through a house that he had lived in for 40 plus years. Oh so my going through four mm-hmm. and, and, and when you've been through that, it makes you really understand what the value of what you do is because there are so mm-hmm. many little things you don't think about. Like how do you dispose of electronics or how do you mm-hmm. dispose of these things that, that maybe you have a personal tie to, but really aren't useful. Uh, and you kind Absolutely. of take that emotional piece away so that you don't have to, you know, you can make those decisions, right? Absolutely. One of the things that we've learned with our clients is how important it is for them to know that the things that they no longer need or want are still going to have purpose. So we work with over 30 organizations across the state, um, and we try our best to donate as much as possible, um, not just the, the drive through at Goodwill, but we work with small theaters, we work with animal shelters, bridging several different places, Habitat for Humanity. And I think it really helps people to know that what it is that they no longer want or their family no longer needs has a purpose and doesn't end up in a landfill someplace, especially if they had a a strong tie to it. If it was something, you know, if it was grandma's hutch or if it was a set of china, you know, you you, you don't want to just dump it off someplace. You want to know it's going to have a new home. So we really focus on that. Mm -hmm. You know, Sonia, the pack-up artist also, it doesn't have to be, it can be those really big projects, but you also offer some downsizing and organizing sessions that help people deal with the smaller projects they might have around their house. Tell us more about the, you know, the, the other options that you, that you offer. Absolutely. Well, I always get a kick out of people when they call me and they'll say, well, you know, I'm I'm not a hoarder. I just need help with my basement. You know, we, we moved into this house a few years ago and all the boxes we didn't know what to do is went into the basement or, or sometimes if somebody in the family passes away, you inherit all kinds of things from them, and that gets piled into the garage. Oh my gosh! And I, you oh, just told you me my story. Oh, I am, I am the, I am the historian <laughs> for the family. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, you got all of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and everybody, if we had all the time in the world, you know, or if quarantine happened again, and when we're all stuck in our house, we'd have time to go through all that stuff. But it's, it's not something you can do in an afternoon or an evening. You know, and and so what we try to do with people is go into kind of the place of their pain, whether it's, you know, a garage or an attic or a basement or even just a bedroom. We go in and we try to sort it and make it so instead of having to do all the parts and pieces, they can focus just on making the decisions of what they want. And then we don't we don't micro organize everything with labels. We try to make it something that people can live with and actually maintain. Most people don't, you know, label their pencil drawers and their their everything. It's just not obtainable for most of us. I love that, too, because it doesn't take the person out of the equation. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not like you're doing it for them. Then the person still gets to interact and make choices about how they're going to go forward in this space. Uh, You're just there to kind of provide a great kickstart or, you know, clear it out entirely if that's what they want. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and we get to hear their stories. You know, I I remember when my parents went through this kind of... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Transition. You know, I've heard all their stories before. And so it's like, yeah, mom, I know that came from grandpa. I know this. But, you know, for her, as she's processing and deciding what to keep and not keep, those stories are part of her letting go. So when we come into a situation, oftentimes the children of the, you know, the parents who are downsizing, it gives their parents a chance to sort of relive it, walk mm. it through, share it, and then let it go. So, and it's it's exciting for us because it's brand new, you know, oh, and we have so many stories, so many clients, and so many just fun stuff. I mean, it's really... I, I love my job. I would do it even if I didn't get paid. You know, Sonia, I could um, we could ask you lots more questions, I'm sure, because this could just go in all sorts of directions. But if people are hearing <laughs> things that resonate with them and they want to know more, how do you start the process of sort of figuring out what um, you're going to come into a home and help with? How does a person make that decision? Absolutely. What I've learned is is when people call and they say, you know, what's your pricing structure or how much is this going to cost me? I, I can throw out numbers to them, but everybody's situation is so different. So we really want to try to personalize what we do to make sure it's efficient and, you know, budget friendly, if you will. So we offer free estimates and I meet with the clients. We come in, we assess their situation. And then I try to not only give them a cost range, but I try to give them options. You know, if they if they're on a tight budget and they want to do part of it themselves, if they want us to come in and do everything, when I can do an estimate, I can really personalize and you know give them resources. Some people want to do estate sales, but they don't know if they have you know enough to justify that. Now we don't do estate sales, but I do like to try to help point people in different directions. So they know whether or not it's worth their time. You are an absolute wealth of knowledge. Sonia, I wish we could talk to you longer, but thank you so much for joining us. Sonia, the packup artist. You can find her at thepackupartist.com. Thank you so much, Sonia. Thank you so much, guys. We do love local here at MyTalk1071, thepackupartist.com. Visit Sonia's website and uh, hire her to help you downsize today. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them after this. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. What's that name? D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who was your bag of D? The New York Post. Oh, mm. trashy tabloids. Love it. It's for the following headline that then results in an article that is full of problems. And I recognize that often we are talking about headlines and how they can be misleading. But this one really, really drives it home. Okay. The headline is child free women echo Jennifer Aniston. Don't ask about my uterus. Wait, did Jennifer Aniston say that? She basically did. So she kind of, I mean, she just did an interview recently, you know, cause she's, uh, doing the rounds. Um, I think probably it's because of the morning show and her role in the um, 
live in front of a studio audience. Mm-hmm. And she basically, um, quote, slammed critics, critics for constantly questioning her choice to delay becoming a mother. Now, I love that choice of words, too. Yeah. As though she can't make a definite decision or, you know, she just can't live in the moment of like, I'm not choosing to have I children right now. I love the idea that Jennifer Aniston is always aggrieved at the pub of tabloids. Like, that's just all she is. Well, it's and, just constantly aggrieved. And it's a, either about... With good skin. It's either... Avino. Mm-hmm. It's either about her, like, seemingly pining away for children or not wanting... I don't know. I can't... It always has to do with children, which I don't know that I've ever actually heard her say... Anything about it, but this is the this is the yeah. storyline about yeah, Jennifer Aniston. Sure. But what rubbed me the wrong way about this headline is this idea that the child-free women of the world are echoing Jennifer the 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 I battle too. cry of Jennifer Aniston as though she's the first person and she's the one that actually um, validates this choice that women have to not have children. And I just like it just rubbed me so the wrong way because listen. You can choose to have children. You can choose not to have children. You don't owe an explanation to anybody. And you certainly don't need Jennifer Aniston to validate your feelings. Yeah. But the New York Post is trash. Oh, gosh. I just was grossed out by it. (laughs) And it does go on. Now, this article goes on to profile a woman who um, who is just has chosen to not have children. Okay. (laughs) It's so it's a weird article. Because it starts with this whole, like, Jennifer Aniston said in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter that, you know, she, cho- you know, people are judgmental of her for choosing a career over uh, children. And here's another woman in the world who also made that choice. And here are her feelings. And it's so, like, fake Some women reporting. Work outside the home. What? It's so gross. I know that I was living my life and I felt like crap about it, but then my life choices were validated by a celebrity who was mm-hmm. doing publicity so for okay their latest now. project. So it's totally I feel fine. So much better you're now. ugly, so go get her skin cream. Oh, that's true. she's part of the problem. Yeah, 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 and also get your vital, your collagen, your hooves, because yeah. she's get you, she's get a them ground person. down hooves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go, New York Post d bags. They are Bye. very baggy of the DD. Um, okay, my D-bag today is Tori Spelling. Oh, what's she spelling today? Exclusive. You know, Tori Spelling, you guys, this is an exclusive interview, hot off the press. Tori Spelling is interested in returning to reality TV. Oh, dot, you dot, don't dot, say. Amid marriage struggles. Quote, well, actually, it's not a quote because tabloids. I'm my, quote, authentic self on camera. What? Okay, so we're talking to Tori Spelling, or rather, uh, Us Weekly specifically talked to Tori Spelling on Wednesday, December 15th. Is it the 15th? Yeah. Is it the 15th? That was yesterday. Today's the 16th. Today's the 16th. Oh, my God, because it's Thursday. So they talked to her on Wednesday, December 15th. Hot off the press. And um, we're discussing MTV's messiness, which is the, the reason that she's talking. And, oh, by the way, I wonder why she's been in headlines recently, because she has a project to promote. So... It's just so obvious. Anyway, all of that aside, in this conversation with Us Weekly, Tori Spelling says um, of MTV's messiness, which, or excuse me, of reality TV and her career, apropos of MTV's messiness, second season, which just got renewed, quote, 
I feel like being on reality TV ties me closer to people and to the public. So I like having fun with it. Yeah, so okay. fun. Um, that's shocking news, Tori Spelling. And oh, what a surprise. <laughs> I mean, for Tori Spelling, right. it's a surprise, which by that I mean is not a surprise because she has been trying to get a reality show for... A ever thousand since, years? Ever since she got disinherited by her father. Yeah, exactly. Mm, Tori. Also, I was just going to say, if she looked surprised, you wouldn't be able to tell because oh, oh, she's oh. using Khloe Kardashian's face at present. Yeah, she's had a lot of Listen, yeah. I know we're not yeah. supposed to do that, but like, it, it, she's visibly... Chloe. I, I, I'm just over here with the like... Um, you're trying to tell me that you're your authentic self on camera, Tori Spelling. I don't know that you're quite familiar with what the authentic self of yourself is because you have been born, raised, uh, grown up, matured, thrived, whatever, like existed entirely in a bubble where a camera was on you at all times. Yeah. I mean, yeah. since you were a child, which, you know, from the human side of me makes me feel bad for you because... You just don't have the capability of moving through time and space without thinking there's a camera on you or thinking about when the, the next camera will be on you such that you're literally making life choices. You're making choices for how you live your life based on what your career possibility is in front of the camera. And it's not that being on camera is a bad thing. It's just that that seems to be the only thing that Tori Spelling is capable of doing. I have a question because you read this article yeah, I mean, literally what I told you is about it, because then it goes on to talk about True Tory, which I did not watch. What I was curious about is, did she talk about her marital struggles? Because that is that is no. noted in the headline. No, it, it, yeah, it's noted because it's a thing mm-hmm. that she's never talked about. Right. It's the same treatment, speaking of Khloe Kardashian. Mm-hmm. That Khloe Kardashian does where every story is about Tristan Thompson, but she will never talk about um, the story straight, you know, straight on because that would then give it all away. Well, I think the major difference is the Tristan Thompson stuff actually happened. Yeah. Is happening. And we know that from him. And this nobody is addressing. (laughs) Yeah. This is an entirely fabricated story. I mean, if you go on to read, it talks about all the rumors. It talks about all the stuff that's going on. They talk about sources and what sources say that she wants. But the part wherein she actually is speaking to us weekly, it's about MTV's messiness. And she just tells about wanting to be on TV because that's where she feels authentic. I don't know that show. I mean, I know, no, 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 messiness. Yeah, no, she was on with Snooki. There was another story I remember reading last week and I was like, oh, am I going to talk about this? And I was like, no, because this, all they want us to talk about is this dumb non-story because then we will get the PR out for this um, MTV show. MTV's messiness, which uh, as I'm now pulling up that article, uh, I'm just trying to see if I can get the the tagline of the show, but I can't because it's just an interview with, with Snooki. So I don't know what the show is about. And I, I'm well, not going to watch it. I will just read you this quote from Snooki in case it helps you really understand what this show is about. Snooki said, I love the show because it's just called messiness and everyone knows I always own being messy. So the fact that the show celebrates people being messy and we celebrate them just being hot messes, I'm obsessed with it. 
I mean, that sounds about right okay. for Snooki, right? So obsessed. And then she said of Tori Spelling, obviously she's a queen. She's amazing and an icon. Yeah. In her own yeah, mind. I mean, she's doing, she's doing the work. Snooki, yeah, there you go. Snooki is a hustler, and we have known that since the days of watching Snooki on the Jersey Shore and beyond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you guys I stumbled upon, like, on Pluto TV, I believe it was on Pluto TV, on one of their, like, HGTV knockoff channels, Snooki and her husband had a um, Jersey Shore rehab home show. Oh, God. Where they were making over. That's kind of genius. I know, except for that it was like, I don't want to say buried on Pluto TV because, like, I watch Pluto TV and it's great for yeah. just like background TV. But, like, she's hustling. That woman is like, oh, yeah. she she's works. got her own line of wine. Mm-hmm. I do know that because I read that in a story last week. She's got some, I forget what it's called, but some kind of wine experience happening is it jersey shore related i don't think it's jersey shore but it's snooky like some kind of snooky experience listen she's working and i by all accounts she like knows how to manage her money unlike some of her co-stars of the jersey shore messy mama it's called m-a-w-m-a that's the name of her okay so she's living into this messy uh brand yeah okay all right congrats snooky She's Enjoy. got gift cards, accessory. Messy Mama. Mama. Snooky Balm. You can get your Snooky lip products, your fake Snooky eyelashes. She got Is all everything sorts of leopard stuff. print? Uh, there's a lot of leopard print here. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have another publationship to touch on. We call them Car Davidson. Um, and we know now what Flava Flav was doing at the birthday party. Mm-hmm. If you want to know what all that means, Sit right where you are. We'll tell you after this on My Talk 1071. Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, there is a publationship that uh, has been coined Car Davidson. And we have uh, an update, an important update, in fact, regarding Car Davidson. Well, now we have the story of why Flavor Flav was with uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian a while back. You'll remember they were all wearing pajamas together and hanging out. And we were all like, I don't know what alternative reality we now all live in, wherein these three are making headlines in pajamas together. They're having One of pajama these kids party. Is doing their own thing. Sleep over something. Also, it's just, this whole story, I, I don't, but <laughs> Flavor Flav is talking about it. So I want to tell you the story because I just find it very random. So exclusive details from our friends at ET. Entertainment tonight. Is, a is it a real show? good show? And is it a really good show? Anyway, um, so he talked to E.T.'s Kevin Frazier about that experience wherein he found himself with Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, who are allegedly, supposedly in a relationship, although we just believe they're in a publicationship, which mm-hmm. just means that they are. It's for publicity. Yeah. And the publicity is their upcoming Hulu show. Yeah. So we were like, I don't know, but this is probably just some episode on this upcoming show. And I really think that's exactly what it is. And this just proves it. But let's hear from the Flavor Flav's mouth himself. Quote, when it comes down to Pete, and I'm going to go on for a little bit. So just go with me. But I think it's going to pay off in the end. Okay. When it comes down to Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, first of all, to me, says Flavor Flav, 
that's family. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and the whole night, I was so honored to be in their presence. One thing I could say is Pete Davidson loves himself some Flavor Flav. Everything he does is like Flavor Flav this, Flavor Flav that, Flavor Flav this, Flavor Flav that. So Kim said, okay, well, for your birthday, you're going to have Flavor Flav. So she sent me, and that's how I ended up there. Yes, Flavor Flav was Kim Kardashian's birthday gift to Pete Davidson. Quote, Boy, what do you get the person who has everything? <laughs> I was the birthday gift, he continued. And check this out. Being that the man had so much love for me, I did something for the first time ever in my life. I took a clock from around my neck and I gave it to him. And I never gave a clock to nobody. Yes, I gave Pete Davidson my clock, man. And I also gave him a... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Book. I signed a book and everything and he said, Flav, I want you to be my adopted father. And I'm like, you do? So, everybody, that's right. I'm Pete Davidson's adopted father. I mean, okay, look, <laughs> it's cute, right? That's adorable in the, like, random people with lots of money way that you can just pay somebody to show up at a birthday party as a gift. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. I've never done this in my life. We're not in that echelon. Exactly. But then he, then Flavor Flav becomes, I think what it is safe to say, is a truth teller. Mm. of sorts a soothsayer because he says the following words and i think this will resonate with the audience quote says the flavor flame when it comes down to pete davidson and kim kardashian's relationship only them two know it best they just invited me into the circle but i really don't know the full story and plus besides that's kim and pete man i would rather them tell about their situation than me but I'm grateful to them, and they gave me the opportunity to be the first to publicize this picture with both of them together. Okay, so to me, uh-huh. that screams mm-hmm. like, they're not together, but I am not going to tell you this because it ain't my business to share. Mm-hmm. What What do you make of well, uh, the Flavor Flav experience? I mean, he he's putting distance between himself and the truth. Yeah, But in doing so, he's tipping his hand and telling us the truth, right? Like if they were no, and nobody coached him, which is I think the even bigger problem, like Chris Jenner didn't get him on the horn and be like, Hey, flavor Flav, FYI, when you talk about this, just make sure you're real schmaltzy about Kim and Pete being super duper in love, right? Like they missed that conversation. Yeah. Can I provide a little mm, blind item sprinkle? Oh, oh, please do. Please. Now it doesn't come from Flavor Flav. 
But it does come from NT Lawyer. Okay. Who had this to say yesterday. This late night actor didn't act like he had a girlfriend when sucking face with another woman at a bar late last night in New York City. So just further providing evidence that these two are not in an actual relationship or excuse me, relationship. Yes, absolutely. Going back to uh, Flavor Flav being um, there to witness all of this Mm -hmm. again. It's clear that he got the memo. You need to show up for this. Can we also just acknowledge this was all filmed for the purpose of an episode of the reality show. And they said in this episode, Flav, we're going to be, you know, Kim's giving Pete you as a gift. Also, I just don't even this is weird for a thousand reasons. This is weird. But. Um, so he's like, yeah, I'm going to go do this thing because, the, because if you go on into this interview and again, like the, the fact that we're getting the most truth out of flavor flavor in this moment is just delightfully, um, uh, perfect mm-hmm. in an imperfect to let imperfectly. And imp- what is the, what did she say? Hilaria Baldwin. Perfectly say? imperfect. Perfectly imperfect. He goes on to say, one thing I can say. The man got some charisma, Pete Davidson. He's got personality. He's funny. Come on, man. Everybody wants to laugh. And tell me you, uh, and let me tell you something. When you can make a woman laugh and laugh, that's the brand new ring around the finger. He knows what he's doing and he knows what he's doing to have me being, by having me be his adopted father. So he talks about himself. But then he talks about uh, Kris Jenner. Um, It goes on to say, Flav, meanwhile, loves spending time with the two as well as momager Chris Jenner. He insisted that the group would have to reunite again since he has allergies and he feels like he he feels like he got cheated out of a visit. And he said, oh my gosh. I just love this. I was just grateful to be there. And not only that, but we were also talking about Flavor of Love 4, mm-hmm. which he's thinking about doing and it's up in the air, but we're talking about letting Chris, Chris Jenner, Jenner produce it. Oh! I got to talk to them I got to talk to the momager, man. Let me see what she wants. This is just all you need to know about all of this. Thank Literally, you, Flavor. Yes. They've thrown everything in one big bucket. Yeah. And dusted it with some Flavor Flav. Yeah. And I just would like to, from the bottom of our hearts, say thank you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Again, I don't think he's like perfectly aware of just how much truth he's telling in this moment because he's just concerned with as he should be his own career and getting his own, uh, you know, personhood out there. Flavor Flav is like you put a nickel in him. He, I don't think he has a filter. And so I, I, tr- I have a tendency to trust everything he's saying. Again, he didn't get coached on how to finesse this yeah. in a way that makes it sound authentic. Instead, like you said, he's literally tipping his entire hand because for Flavor Flav, this is all about what does Flavor Flav get out of yeah. it. But he, but he does, he does on some level have an awareness of what's going on because he's just like, <laughs> uh, again, um, when it comes down to Pete and Kim's relationship, only the, the, them two know it best. They just invited me into the circle, but I don't really know the whole story. He's like saying like, I mean, I don't know if this is real, but I'm getting paid. And I took a picture. Yeah. Also, would you not have loved to have been a fly on that awkward wall? I mean, just really think about that for a second. Like the three of us, just for argument's sake, are hanging out and I'm like, I got great news, Bradley. I got great news. I have a present for you. And it's, Betty White. Yeah. And Betty White 
shows up in the room and she knows she's basically the entertainment for the night. Yeah. I mean, that's there's an awkwardness to that. Well, yeah. And and also it's just I don't know what 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 does that supposed to mean? Like entertainment for the night? Is she supposed to come up with one liners? I mean, again, I'm sure we'll see exactly what amazing, brilliant work Flavor Flay brought to bear on the episode of this particular series. But I just think the idea of like, hey, I bought you a person for your birthday. Because you love Flavor Flay. Because you love them so much. Like if you paid for Zac Efron to show up at our party, I mean, you just know that Zac Efron doesn't want to be there. No. Well, it's just a gig He's doing a job, Yeah. yeah. So ain't nothing and, and, and genuine going to no. happen. Although, to be fair, I don't care if he's genuine, if he shows up. Like, right. Just show up and, like, you know, sit on our laps and take a picture. But here's the big for difference. extended period of time. What? Is that Zach Efron would have nothing to gain from that gig with us. Well, true. Flavor Flav, yeah. actually, there is, like, a certain amount of back scratching that he's getting in this. In fact, you know, like, well, yeah. this again, picture has had so much mileage. Again, <laughs> he gives it away at the end by saying, like, I'm working on... Flavor right. of Love season four, and the momager got some connections. Ugh. So awkward. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what book do you wish would get the film treatment? 651 641 1071. What piece of literature would you like to see on the big screen? Give us a call. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.